Good morning, and welcome to Repeating the Past. It is a dreary Monday morning. It's about to be 88 degrees as a high today. Uh, no wind as of right now. So let me tell you that anybody who's practicing later today after school is not going to have a fun time. I'm your host, Zach. With me today is... Co-host Ryan Apgar. Co-host Michael Kachanowski. And today we're going to be discussing, that's right, you guessed it, the two-party system. <laughs> it's, its successes and its failures and why Congress is currently in a horrible gridlock. Let's get started off here. Two-party system. Our, politi- our political system is mainly dominated by Republicans and Democrats. However, a bunch of third-party systems do exist, Th- or third-party groups do exist. Ryan, Ryan, what, you want to name a few of those? Yeah, to name a few, we got the Libertarians, the Greens, the Joe Exotic for President 2016. Uh, we have the Prohibition Party. Um, and... Pretty much any issue that you can find, there's a party based on it. Legal Marijuana Now Party. And they have no... They have no um, prominence in the party system. Like, literally, their voice does not matter. Even though... If these parties were to somehow gain more influence in our elections, our, our political system would run so much better because people would actually be able to vote for the issues they want to vote for instead of having to you know, compromise by choosing a Democratic or Republican platform. Because even if you're, even if you're registered as a Democrat or Republican, that means that you have to, be, you have to listen to whatever the, the National Convention says is their platform for that year. Like, there's no changing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so the two parties that we have now, I feel like they run on almost every issue. But when you when it comes to like third parties such as like the Green Group and as Ryan said the legalized marijuana now, it's only one issue. You can't be a a president or in Congress if you're just focused on one issue. You got to be focused on all of them. Which is ultimately why uh, my personal belief is that we should eliminate all parties in our system and instead vote for individual people and not the platforms on which they run. Because individual people more align with your own viewpoints, and even if you wanted to run, you would be able to run under your own values and not under someone else's, or under a generic blanket of Democrat or Republican. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I would have to agree with Zach there. Um, I really am not a fan of the party system, especially the two parties we have now. I think both of the parties are are on a fast track to failure and are bound to fail within our lifetimes. Um, But one way, well, so let's look at a presidential election, right? And a third party candidate runs. You see, although I'm for, you know, the the debate and the, you know, the, the choice being offered that a third-party candidate actually can make a difference. One, they're not going to win. And two, they kind of act as a spoiler, if that makes sense. As in, you know, you look at uh, 2000 when Ralph Nader uh, ran. And, you know, he took a, a large chunk of the Florida electorate. And Al Gore famously lost that state by only 500 votes. So... Al Gore, or um, Ralph Nader was trying to, you know, was basically trying to 
is leaning Democratic, but he ended up hurting the Democratic Party and ultimately losing them the election in the end. So that's a problem that I see. Um, why, don't we, why don't we take a look at some of the pros of having a two-party system right now? The pros of having a two-party system, one, it provides um, a greater ability for individuals to run for office. Because without these huge organizations, both the National Convention, individual people would have a much harder time running for president, which requires, isn't there like a minimum amount of money you need to acquire yeah. just to run? Yes, yeah, so that helps them out. Um, Mike, you have anything? Yeah, I mean, kind of what Zach said, like, it, running for president is a very big financial hit. And if you have a whole entire nationwide party that backs you, it makes it a lot easier. Um, you get a lot more money. You get a lot of support from the party, whether it's campaigning, knocking on doors, or stuff like that. Ultimately, the pros of the two-party system leads to one word, convenience. Exactly. Because you don't have all these little individual people. Oh, no, what a horrible idea. Individual people. <laughs> More than two thoughts. people. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it makes it easier for, I don't know, for uh, voting purposes because, and, and for media because now people only have, um, they're only being engaged by two parties and they know those are the only two parties they're going to have the option to vote for mm -hmm. in the end. And so, as was said earlier, third-party candidates mainly represent an issue. These two parties basically have a stance on every single issue, and although you might not agree with all of them, you can, if you think about one issue, generally you'll have a similar opinion on the other issue. So, yes, it leads to convenience and to almost a unified base in that sense, but there is a lot of drawbacks. Zach, you want to start us off? Yeah. One, when, when two national parties dominate our political system, it makes it easier for, for, for special interest groups to get you know, a tighter grip on whoever they want to control. So Congress, um, it becomes easier for these, these big you know, organizations to lobby Congress for what they want because there's only two, two houses. Mm -hmm. And because that since the party has such a broad view over... Hi, everyone. Good morning, Ms. Good morning, Ms. <laughs> and since the party has such a, you know, a broad reach over every every political topic uh, imaginable, um, those views that aren't quite so shared by everybody, you know, special interests can easily manipulate. manipulate. Um, yeah, that's that's the one problem, kind of relying on um, donors and special interests and kind of funding and lobbying campaign or your political career because then you're you're literally a puppet for them you're controlled by them now some of these people that finance their own campaign won't say any names but they're not really run by anybody they kind of do their own thing do what they believe in and no one's telling them what to do yeah, and so when the dnc or the rnc takes these huge sums of money um for their candidate from a super PAC or a PAC, now what does that mean that means you owe the super PAC something yeah and what does that mean when you get into office? Well, it means you become a sheep and not an individual free thinker. You're not the shepherd anymore. You know what I'm saying? Cool. And good analogy there. But what 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 we also what I also see personally is, so you look at um, you look at around the world, right? You look at in Europe, and I was looking at the Israeli election and just things like that. You see multiple parties. Um, 
you know, I, I don't, you see like the right wing, center, uh, right wing, center right, center, se center left, and left wing party. And although, you know, those still aren't ideal, you all see them competitively running in an election. And that leads to compromise, and compromise is not as difficult because here you have just two behemoths of, an, of organizations trying to compromise, and it's just never going to happen because they're too big. And third parties, you know, I would like, instead of seeing, a, you know, a pie chart of Congress and seeing, you know, Blue and red. 50, 50, red blue. Exactly. I would like to see maybe 25, 13, 30 maybe, you know, of s separate parties. And, and on, in that case, you know, you feel like your political views are being heard more. Well, they are. I mean, statistically, if there's yeah. parties, then you have a better chance of finding that one party or that one person, as I like to say, that aligns with, with what you believe. And... You feel there's more of a sense of camaraderie, even if there's millions of people in the party. Like in the sense of, like let me give you a scenario. Like let's just say all of us fall on the, you know, the, the right side of the political spectrum. Now, we could have me in the, in the right wing section, Mike in the center right, and you in the center, but having some right-leaning right tendencies. All of us are, you know, we're not, we're not all part of the same party but we have similar views and we can compromise on some issues, which I, I mean, that's the system of government that I like. I think, frankly, the two-party system is not going to work because in reality, there's, there's not just one right-wing or one left-wing blanket decision that will solve every political issue. It's a combination of compromise, a combination of uh, liberal policies, a combination of conservative policies that we need to take, like, in accordance with each issue, and that just doesn't happen when you have one or two parties dominating the entire the entire political system. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think sometime in the future, these two parties will just go away? 100%. In the near really? future. We're going to live through it. Yeah, I, I said in the beginning of the episode that um, <laughs> they're on a fast track to failure, and the end of the line is before... Our, our, our deaths. You know, they're really starting to see the consequence of a two-party system. Look at the Democrats in the primary. All they can do is argue about health care. They're literally all Democrats, but now they're starting to become, they're starting to be greater fighting amidst one party about a certain issue. And what, what happens, historically, what happens when we see that happen, Ryan? Uh, well, we see factions of, of factions in their own party, and then that'll lead to the general disillusionment. And so... Thanks, the know-nothing. Yeah. The <laughs> well, how do I say this? And I'm not saying this because I would align myself more with the Republican Party. I'm saying this just because this is what I believe. I feel like the Democrats are slightly worse than the Republicans in this arena. But I think the Republicans are pretty freaking bad. Yeah, they're definitely both bad, but I think... It just depends on who's running the primary. Like yeah. Four years ago, it was the Republicans running the primary. They had the same exact problem as the Democrats did now. And now the Democrats are having mm -hmm. experience in this problem. Um, so we're definitely going to see some, I hope we're going to see some big changes coming. Uh, maybe, maybe now's the time to start a new party. Get ready for the apocalypse that's coming. Join the new Federalist Party.
that you're repeating the past team fully supports the Federalist Party. Hell yeah. All right, anybody gonna say anything? I think that's it. Oh man, we got one minute left here. Yeah, um, I think we've covered it all. You know, what we haven't covered is what you believe. Um, we, we haven't heard what you believe, and we really wanna know, because we, we really wanna you know, spice things up on this podcast. Get some, uh, get some debates, get some more people in here, perhaps. Um, so you know what to do. Hit us on a comment. Hit us on a DM. Tweet us on Twitter. Even though I don't think we've used Twitter once. We have one follower. We have one follower. <laughs> and it's me. And, and it's Ryan. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, send us. You know, here's the question I'm going to ask you: Is does the two-party system work? And if not, what are your thoughts on uh, fixing the two-party system? Uh, so yeah, hit us up. Let us know. Uh, even you know, even if you see us in the hallways or you see us around town, come tell us, and we'll make sure we get you on the next episode. Mug us, please. No, don't mug us. <laughs> just, just tell us what you think. And with that, we're gonna leave you today. Happy, Monday. happy Monday. Uh, enjoy this extremely hot day, and stay hydrated, everybody. Uh, yeah. I'm Ryan. And I'm Michael. And this is Zach. Thanks for listening to Repeating the Past. It's been a pleasure.